I believe it was Socrates who said, the unexamined life is not worth living. That's just such a great quote as we come into the end of our first half of the year and, and prepare for the second half. I'm, I'm so excited about the second half of this year and I'm excited about it because I'm making some halftime adjustments. I hope you are too. Welcome to Chasing Greatness, the podcast where we help you win at work, win at home, and ultimately win at life. And we are rocking into a new week here. And I'm thinking about Smart Leadership, the book that uh, my friend Mark Miller wrote this last year. And we've created all kinds of resources around that. And I actually had a chance to teach that to a group of executives last week on my trip over to Charleston. Uh, it was a really great time uh, to be with them. And it got me to thinking about some of the choices that we make. In Smart Leadership, we talk about this idea that leaders can can easily find themselves spinning in, in quicksand. And it, you know, if you if you know anything about quicksand at all, I mean, I've not been in quicksand, I've not even seen quicksand, but I, we, we researched it a little bit and we discovered that there are a few things that are true about quicksand. The first thing is uh, nobody gets in there on purpose. Uh, you know, if you get in quicksand, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's kind of accidental, but in the leadership quicksand, uh, we don't really get in that on purpose either. I mean, we, we just sort of end up in a spot and we're spinning our wheels. Maybe we're stuck. You may be at that place right now in your, in your world, the things you got going on. And that's what we're going to talk about. Um, th these next few weeks, actually, we're going to look at some of these choices that we can make through smart leadership. Well, not only do we not get in it on purpose, when we get in there, we do have a couple of choices. We can we can actually um, we can actually die. I mean, Mark Mark says we don't we don't actually not literally die. We don't physically die, but our dreams die, our aspirations die, our teams can die, our businesses can die. I mean, all kind of things can can happen if we don't recognize when we get in quicksand and we don't have a strategy to get out. Which is really number three. We have a choice. We can move back to the high ground and. Uh, we love this idea that that you as a leader have a superpower and it is your ability to choose. And so uh, these four smart choices that we discovered when the research was done, I think will be relevant to you. And that's what we're going to, we, again, we're going to look at these these next few weeks as we go into the second half of the year. And, and so I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for working on your own leadership. I want to thank you for making some adjustments as you move forward. I don't, I don't know that it'll help you to listen if you don't do something different going forward. I said it a few weeks ago, better always feels different. If you want something better in the back half of this year, it's going to require you to think a little differently and behave a little differently. And I think these smart choices can help you. I also would point out, and I'll say this again at the end, but but Mark and I have our resources available at leadeveryday.com. Uh, I encourage you to go there, check it out. You can You can find all the stuff that we teach and train or that our company, my company, teaches and trains with leaders everywhere and uh, if you're looking for some resources for your leaders or just to help yourself grow i hope you'll go to leadeveryday.com and and uh, purchase some stuff there we give all the profits away to charity uh, it uh, so buy as much as you want i promise you we'll we'll help the world if you do that and so uh we're we're not making a living off resources but we are we're trying to make a difference with them and and we love the idea of getting resources into people's hands so hopefully There'll be some things here you'll hear today that'll that'll interest you and you'll say, hey, I'm, I want to go and, and, and check out some of this stuff, get some stuff to help me grow even deeper. But let's jump into to these choices. I was in Tampa, Florida last week, early in the week, and I was doing some training with uh, law enforcement down from the state of Florida. There were 
25 officers from all over the state, men and women who are uh, executives in these agencies, actually. And they were there and we were we were having a, a time of training. Uh, we were doing some self-leadership um, work with them, trying to help them learn really more how to lead themselves as they prepare to lead others. I think that's a key. We're never going to be able to lead others at the maximum level if we, we can't lead ourselves well. But one of the things that came up that day was very interesting. One of the officers told me, he said, we, we, were, we were talking about the idea of courage and, and we were talking about office courage and, and building a culture courage, having hard conversations and holding people accountable and all this. And this one law officer, uh, I thought it was interesting. He said, all of us in this room, not, not me, but all of them, he said, we're trained from a courage standpoint to run to the fight. We are, we are not, we're not trained. If, if something is, is bad, we run away from that. I mean, many of us would, you know, something bad happens. We, we, we would not want to, you know, get involved, but these, these law officers are trained to run to the fight. They're, they're trained to confront uh, issues. And when I think about smart leadership and, and choice number one, it's this idea of confronting reality. And I, I think the word confront is a is a an important choice of word. Like we have to live in reality if we're going to be the leaders that we can't be. But this idea of there being a confrontation, I would say it this way, there it's going to be a fist fight for you if you are going to live in reality. Because if you're in charge and you have a position of power or strength, you're going to have people around you that are going to be dependent upon you sometimes for their livelihood and their, you know, whatever, uh, their jobs. Um, maybe if they're on their team, on your team, they're wanting a promotion. They're going to tell you what you want to hear oftentimes uh, rather than uh, what you need to hear. And, and if that's the case, it, it, it really is hard to stay grounded in reality. Uh, I think we do have to confront it if we're gonna if we're gonna maintain a, a any semblance of reality. We've got to lean into that. And if you're gonna win at work, you're gonna you're gonna need to start with this idea of confronting reality. Are you willing to fight for what's real? And if you can if you can start there, I I, I say all the time you you don't have to you you don't have to stay where you are, but you do have to start where you are. And it's much like an addict who uh, you know what, what's the first step is to admit that you have a problem. And I think for leaders, if we're going to understand how to get out of the quicksand, we have to admit that we are in quicksand. I've, I've shared this before. Uh, I've had leaders, you know, tell me before they feel like they're just putting out fires every day. I, I had an executive, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, who told me he felt like he was playing whack-a-mole at the county fair. You know, you, you, know, you knock one, one of the little animals that pop up through these holes, you knock one down and another one pops up and you just keep – it just feels like you're, you're 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 doing something, but you're really not accomplishing anything. We 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 say, you know, it's easy to confuse activity with accomplishment. And so, as we think about this idea of confronting reality, we we've identified a couple of best practices in our um, in, in our resources that we that we wrote, and and actually in in the book. If you go and read the Smart Leadership book, again, I encourage you to get a copy at leadeveryday.com. Uh, Mark's done a great job there, but he's he, one of the best practices we identified is, is that leaders have to check the mirror. Let's go back to the Socrates quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. It, it's, it's, we have to continually check and look in the mirror. Now I, I like to, um, think about mirrors maybe a little differently than, than some people do. I, I, I think about certain kinds of mirrors and, and I, I stayed in a, 
when we were in, in Charleston, we were in a really nice hotel and, and it, anytime you go to a nice hotel, they have the little mirror in the bathroom, not, not just the one where you brush your teeth, but they got two mirrors in the bathroom. And, and I always say that that's the little one is the one no one should ever look in. My, my kids explained to me, my daughters, they said, dad, that that's the makeup mirror. It's got five X power on one side and 10 X on the other. And I'm thinking, why, why would anybody need, need to, you know, blow themselves up five times or, or 10 times, you know, every blemish, every wrinkle, every hair, all everything out of place, it's, it's going to show. And, and I like when I think about checking the mirror, when it comes to my leadership, I like to do a makeup mirror look. I want to encourage you today to do a makeup mirror look at your own leadership, not not just some surface flyby of, you know, how am I doing? Okay, everything's great. Nobody's complaining. I must be doing okay. But let's let's do a real what we call Dan Webster and I called when we wrote Unstuck, we called it introspection. It's 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 inspecting on the inside to to really examine your heart and re- examine your actions, examine your character, examine your your performance, all those things. And Mark in the in the Smart Leadership book, he gets some questions. And I want to give you those questions today. I think they'll be helpful to you as you try to win at work this week. And then next week we're going to shift. We're going to we're going to continue to confront reality next week. But we're going to we're going to look at um, not just our own leadership, but the people around us, our team. And I think that'll be that'll be beneficial for you. So, uh, but let's start today and, and think about checking the mirror ourselves, examining our own lives uh, to make Socrates proud. And I want to give you some questions I think will will be helpful here. Uh, these are the ones that, that Mark gives us in the book. And so the first question is, how well do you see the future? How well do you see the future? As you look into the back half of this year, can you see a picture of, of better? If, if better is going to feel different, it's not going to feel different unless you can identify better. Like, what, what does better look like? And leaders are always um, able to see the future and take people there. They're able to see problems as they exist currently and and recognize that there are solutions, things that can be done to, to make things better. They they are able to to honestly almost see the unseen. They can they can project into the future. This could be different. And sometimes it's we see something, we think it's going to be a certain way, and we start down this path. We have this journey going on and and we don't end up even where we thought, but we'll never end up where we where we want to be if we can't see where we want to be. And so we, it's almost like we need a way to calibrate that, almost GPS kind of mindset. You set that coordinate. You have to start where you are, though. And so as you think about your vision for the back half of the year, what are, what are your what is your picture? What are what are your um, things that you want to be different when the next six months are are gone? They're gonna they're gonna go. And are you gonna are you gonna wing it? You gonna play whack a mole? You gonna put out fires? Uh, fly by the seat of your pants? However you want to say it. Are you are you just gonna leave it to chance? We always say hope is not a strategy, and no no team or no really no leader drifts to greatness. You you've got to if you're gonna chase greatness, you're gonna need a a way to think about where you're trying to go. And so um, that's that's a really good makeup mirror question. I mean, I want to look really, do I have a picture? If I don't have a picture of where I want to go, I promise you my team doesn't. And we always tell organizations when we meet with them that, that if the vision is fuzzy to you as a leader, it's going to be blurry to the people you lead. So let's make sure that we're locked in on what that looks like. Here's the second one. How engaged are the people you lead? Let's let's talk about the people you lead here for a second. We're going to spend a whole week on that next Monday. But as you think about the people that you lead, how engaged are they? I was at a, 
with one of the uh, companies I was with last week, I, I was talking to a to a leader, and uh, the question came up: How many people work here? And this guy was being kind of funny. He said about half of us, which I thought was, you know, uh, kind of telling for this leader to admit that you know, half the people here are not really working here. And that doesn't surprise me actually, though, because the research shows that only about one out of every three people are are working where they're working, which means there's a engagement problem, a serious engagement problem in our country. Latest Barna research shows that about, I think it's about 28%, the last I saw. So think about that. Seven out of every 10 people who walk through your doors every day probably don't care about the things you care about if you're an average leader, average company. And if your people are not engaged, they're not leaned in, you're going to really have a hard time building something great. So that that's just a question for you to think about. Like most of the time, engagement can be uh that that number can be moved if they're led well but if they're not led well it, it shouldn't be a surprise that they're going to not lean in and so if your people aren't really engaged i, I want you to look at you first we'll talk about them next week but but if they're not engaged like, what is it that you're doing that is keeping them from being engaged and uh, maybe you need to make some adjustments there especially if you take a makeup mirror let's just go real honest here how are we doing what kind of leader are you? What's it like to be led by you? That might be a good question. All right, here's a here's a third question. Uh, what's your track record on reinvention? I mean, are you doing anything different? If we're if we're going to say better is always different, what are you doing? What are you doing different to go after better? And I, I love um, I love these leaders that are continually uh, reinventing. They're continually thinking outside the box. They're 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 going after something that doesn't currently exist. And from technology to people management to, you know, the way you do meetings, uh, as you start thinking about the things you're doing, uh, what's your track record on reinvention? Are you, are you just doing the same things you've been doing? I heard John Maxwell say in an event uh, not long ago, he said, if you're still impressed with what you were doing three years ago, it's because you're not growing. And uh, man, that's, that's really challenging coming from John. What's he maybe in his seventies and he's, he's still trying to grow. I love that. It, it's this lifelong, you know, quest to see how good you can be. What, what, what's he doing? He's chasing greatness. And, and the good thing is it's when you think about, you know, chasing greatness, as we always say, it's not just about you reaching your potential, but, but John is still helping other people reach their potential. I love that. All right. So here's another question. How well do you value results and relationships? Remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the serve model. We went through that and we talked about reinventing continuously. And we talked about the importance of valuing results and relationships. And if you haven't uh, heard those, I encourage you to go back and listen to them. But, but as you begin to look at your own life, did you take time to confront your reality? Remember, we said that you go, you're going to lean one way or the other, or, or at least couple thousand people were asked, how, which way does your boss lean? And less than 1% said my boss values both equally or, or is kind of split down the middle of he's a results person, he's a relationship person. He's perfectly you know balanced here. You're going to lean one way or the other. And if you're that leader out there that that doesn't know your bias, you're going to have a hard time compensating for your bias. So are, are you valuing both? You, you don't have to be both. You're never going to be a relational person if you're a results, you know, if you're pegging the needle of results only, you're never going to wake up and, you know, be, be a relational person. That's not going to happen. But if you don't value that, you'll, you're likely to surround yourself with people like you. And if you don't appreciate the other side, it, it'll be really hard uh, to, to help because 
half the people are probably on one side and half on the other. So it's it's important for us to understand both sides. And if we don't, uh, we're going to struggle. All right. Remember, we also talked in, in the serve model about uh, embodying the values. That's one of the fundamental skills of a leader. They they understand that people always watch the leader. So our question here, and as we confront reality, is how well are you living out the values? We talked about it two or three weeks ago, but are we living it out today? And if we're not, and we need to make some adjustments, I, I want to encourage you to do that. All right, a couple more questions here. Uh, are, are you a lifelong learner? As you go into the second half of the year, are you planning on learning something? Are you excited about learning something? And it, it might be a good time to look back on the first half of the year. How many books have you read? Uh, thankfully, you're listening to this. That's great. But are you are you talking to mentors? Do you have a coach? Do you have conversations going on across departments? You're 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 learning cross functionally in your organization. Are you learning with the places that you go? We're gonna we're gonna actually talk about uh, play on Friday's episode uh, on winning at life. And and one of the things that we do when we play is we travel. And I think you can learn when you travel. And so I, I want to encourage you to. You know, to, to be a learner, to, to get on this this track of being a lifelong learner. And right now, if you're like me, it's it's, I mean, it's been really busy the last couple of weeks. And I, if you recall several weeks back, I talked about noise. You don't have to put noise on your calendar. It keeps showing up. You do have to put quiet. And a lot of times we learn in those quiet moments. We schedule quiet where we can learn. And so I hope you're, you're doing some of that. Are, uh, Couple more questions. Uh, are you are you more optimistic or pessimistic? Some people very um, naturally think positive things. They're they're expecting things to be really great. They they you know they have this great positive attitude. And then there are other people who have just as much. Other people who have this much more uh, critical negative bent to the way they look at things. So that's another good question. Which way are you leaning right now? Have you have do you have areas that have caused you to become a little negative? Are critical or cynical. I'll give you an example. I, I'm, I've been really frustrated the last few weeks as I, as I was thinking about our culture and the way things are. And, and it's just like there's so much division, all this stuff. And, and, and it helped me to reset my perspective to think, you know what, this is a real gift that I get to be alive right now when, when culturally things are so disrupted. Because this gives me an opportunity uh, to speak into that. And, and, and you have that same opportunity. You have a chance to live and make a difference in your community, in your business, in your family, in your churches, your schools, wherever you are. Uh, this is a really great opportunity. And so rather than being pessimistic about it, what if we were optimistic about it and tried to really make a difference? Our next question, do you assume responsibility or place blame? Uh, I, I think really great leaders, they accept responsibility, not just for their actions, but actually the actions of the people that they lead as well. And so that's another really good question. Have you found yourself blaming people? Things aren't the way you want them. You're, you know, it's somebody else's fault or things are, are, um, you know, not going so well. You, you want somebody else to take responsibility for that one. Really, if we're the leader, uh, it, it, it is, it is, it's on us to accept responsibility for that. And then, and, and then this kind of, stacks onto that but are you a courageous leader it takes a lot of courage to accept responsibility when somebody else messes up and 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 those are the leaders that i really want to follow when when they do that it goes really to the to, to the to the essence of of being a serving leader or a self-serving leader that might be a question we could ask ourselves are we are we more self-serving that's going to be our natural bent if we're not careful versus being a serving leader one who 
shows up, and I'll use our old offensive line mindset. You know, we, we say an offensive lineman is the one who who makes a hole so somebody else can score in a, in a, in a football game. I think the leaders who show up every day and they create a way for the other people around them to win, those are the leaders that are the most successful. Uh, so, and, 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 and then as you want to, you want to think about that and we go deeper on that, you know, how, how would the people around you describe your performance? If you really want to take a deep look at how you're doing this first half of the year, maybe ask some of the people around you, like, um, and then what would your supervisor say? Maybe you don't own your company. Maybe you have somebody that you answer to. And, and so I think one of the ways that we can check the mirror is, is we really can't ask the people around us, hey, how am I doing? What am I doing that's really adding value to you? What am I doing that's actually um, devaluing you and, and making it harder for you? However you want to ask that. I think that's, that's, um, that's, that's really important for us to live in awareness there. So if we really want to get out of the quicksand, I think the first thing we need to do is recognize there is high ground there, there, but we're, but we're in it. I mean, we're neck deep in the middle of, you know, these challenges right now as we, as we get to halftime. And if you can admit that you do have this superpower of the ability to choose the first choice is let's run to the fight and confront reality. Let's, let's run to reality. Let's, Let's move there and make sure we live there. And we don't have to stay there, but we do have to start there. And so as we think about that, it, it starts with you. It starts with you checking the mirror. What is going on with you? If you'll really, you really check yourself there and, and ask yourself, you, you've got a tremendous opportunity to make some changes. These questions hopefully will help as you prepare to go into the second half of the year. And I believe this, this second half of the year really can be dominant for your leadership because I think there's greatness in you. I really do. But it's not going to happen if you don't give some attention to it and go after it. And the people around you need for that to happen. And, and I think we need for that. I mean, not we. You need for that to happen. You're gonna, if you will, you will go after that, you're going you're gonna to experience so much more uh, joy and life as a leader knowing that you are giving it your best, doing what you can to make this world that is so disrupted better. So thank you for listening today. I hope you got some stuff out of there that you can, you can take with you. Uh, some, those questions really can help you recalibrate as you, as you plan. And the next week we are going to look on Monday at, you know, what, what's going on with your team. And I got some great questions that are going to help you, uh, evaluate your team and, and who's with you and, and are they going to be able to help you get to where you're trying to go? I think that'll be valuable to you. Hope you'll share with somebody. Thanks for listening again. Uh, hope you'll, you'll pick out somebody that you know that, that you care about them as a leader and you'll share this episode with them and, and really encourage them to dive in. You might even discuss these questions together, have, have a little bit of a conversation around that. It might be something, you know, how each of you are doing. I think it'll help you take a little deeper look if you have somebody that you're partnering with uh, to do that. And, and you guys can encourage each other. You can chase greatness together. Remember, it, 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 no leader drifts to greatness. It, it, hope really is not a strategy. It is it is when we get serious about running to the to the reality in front of us and, and, and fighting for it, making sure that we live there, we stay grounded in that. If we'll do that, we'll take that makeup mirror look day by day. I think we can be leaders that others want to follow and, and leaders that make the maximum difference possible. All right, keep chasing greatness. Love you guys. I'll see you on Wednesday. We'll talk about winning at home on Wednesday. You guys have a great week.